Recently, we interviewed writer-director Mark Jobst as part of an upcoming interview about his amazing career. During the interview, we spoke about a passion project very close to Mark's heart called Home. Home is a dance musical about three young homeless people who meet on the streets of Bristol. On Friday, the 21st of February, there will be a unique opportunity to see this developing work at the Good Sheds in Stroud. When we say unique, we mean it. The concept and some of the film music will be on display for the audience. And after the performance, you will have an opportunity to give feedback directly to the director, Mark. For now, let's hear from Mark about this grassroots ideas development. Over to Jeff and Mark as they talk about home. I am absolutely fascinated to hear your next project, which is very different, home. What can you tell us about that, Mark? So home is really exciting project that is unlike anything else that has been on the screens or unlike anything else I've done before actually and it's a multi-generational dance musical about homelessness it's come out of a lot of research that I was doing in Bristol and Gloucester with some homeless kids I don't know why but I've always been interested in in the homelessness and, and and what is home where is home for us who is home and how do we identify home because it's such an important concept to our security and to our sense of you know well-being and ultimately to our sense of how we can express ourselves in the world. I think if you have a secure sense of home, we're much more able to contribute to the world. So it's something that interests me. And I was sitting one day in this centre in Bristol called 1625, which works with 16 to 25-year-olds who are lost and homeless. And I was making cups of tea and hanging out with the kids and just, you know, doing what you do. And at one stage, I was sitting next to this boy and he was a tall, young, black kid. And he had R.I.P. tattooed on the back of his fist. And it was obviously very, very recent. It looked as if he'd literally just come from the tattoo artist. And I said to him, would you mind telling me the story? And he told me the story about his mate who'd just been stabbed and killed in Bristol that weekend. But he didn't tell me the story... As I'm telling you now, he rhymed this story and he rapped this story and he spat this story. And then he got up and he started to move the story. Wow. And I thought, wow, you know, how interesting is it that in my industry, we would normally turn the cameras onto the knife crime. That's the first instinct. What happened? How did it happen? What were the consequences? Who did it? Why? And so on and so forth. But look what was in front of me this incredible energy from this kid and this warmth and this love for his mate. And it was done with so much poetry and lyricism and spontaneity. I thought, it's just as valid to look at that and point the cameras there. Not to deny the knife crime and the difficulty of all that, Mm -hmm. but focus your camera on that. At the same time, I was talking to these boys up in Gloucester about their experience of homelessness and their experience of young people trying to make their lives. And... When I left the room, they said to me, oh, Mark, you know, don't make another top boy or don't make another ill manners or bullet boy or another sink estate, grunge, drugs, adult, gangland, no hope sort of story. Good as those are, but only we go and see those and you're playing to the converted. Or, you know, guilty white middle-class men like you. Uh, And there's some truth in that, you know. So I said, well, what do you want? And they said, well, could you make a film about our lives that my mum and my grandma will go and see? 
And I thought, wow, now that's a real challenge. How do we do that? So I put those two things together and I say, okay, well, what if we were to make a story that was about these three kids who meet in the streets of Bristol that uses three generations of music so that everybody who comes into the cinema will feel comfortable. So it's not just, you know, young persons, rap and grime. We can bring them together through music. And also we can learn about the changing nature of family relationships because they are changing. In the, in the St Paul's riots in Bristol, you know, the police couldn't get the kids in from the streets. And the grandparents said to the police, if you want to get the kids in from the streets send us out. And of course, the grandparents went out in the streets and said, hey, come inside now. And everybody came inside. Now that respect for the generations is changing in our world at the moment. It seemed to me like it would be really exciting to look at the family dy dynamics and how they're changing and tell it through music. And because of this guy who is jiving and rhyming and moving this story about his mate who'd been stabbed, use movement and dance to express the emotion. So that's what we're doing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, that's fantastic. Right. Yeah, sounds yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Which St. Paul's riots, though? Was it the ones back in uh, 89? 89, 89, 82, yeah. 89, yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, I was there for those, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was quite a time, though. It was quite a time, yeah. But, yeah. You weren't causing trouble there, were you, Greg? No. I, the only reason I went to St. Paul's was to go and see some reggae concerts in those days because it, it was all exploding punk music and reggae and everything was, it was all mixing together. Well, and, and the, my point about the film really is, is, you know, these young people all have a hope for themselves yeah. in, the, in, in their lives. And if we only ever see them as the difficulties of their lives. And we don't ever see the other side to them, which is this fantastic energy and this desire for life and desire to, and hunger to do something with their lives. Then I think we're missing something. And I really wanted to make a film that didn't deny that, that looked at homelessness. And so, you know, it's a story about these three kids, really. From everything you're saying, it sounds like it's something, again, it's going to make that emotional connection. Mm. Because let's face it, they're not going to get any help from this government. <laughs> no, 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 that's true. No, so that problem is going to be with us for a long, long time. And and it's interesting how you know I've just been in Hollywood, kind of you know working on these various different projects and also pitching stuff. And one of the films I was pitching was Home, and it's amazing how it resonates for everybody. And so the story, whilst it's taking place in Bristol and very particular to this area over here has a universal resonance which is we are all trying to seek home mm. yes. we all want to feel home and what is that for us and for these kids what does it mean for them given that you want to reach different generations with different types of music whoever you bring in to produce your music for you they've got one hell of a challenge haven't they Oh, yeah, but hey, listen, you know, I don't, I don't want to work with people who don't want to challenge. No, that's a great comment, yeah, that's a great comment, yeah. 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 That's or, what makes it Or they could be looking at it going, this is fun. Wow, I get to play with three different types of music. What an opportunity, you know. Yes. And, and so last week I had my first rehearsal. So we have Conrad Murray, who runs the Beatbox Academy at, at Battersea Arts Centre in London, 
who's just a genius, who did a brilliant show called Frankenstein, all in beatbox, and a collaborator of his called Joy Pad B, and they're writing the... <laughs> Joy Pad B. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's going to be here when we do the event on the 21st. Joy okay. Pad's going to be here, yeah. And he's written the most amazing lyrics. I didn't understand any of them, but when I got him to explain them to me, they were phenomenal. They're extraordinary, you know. So they're working on the show with me. Yolanda Mercy, who is a, a young Nigerian playwright who wrote a beautiful funny play called Quarter Life Crisis. And it's about her at 25 saying, or 26 actually, why is it suddenly I, I have to give in my rail card, my young person's rail card, so now I'm no longer a young person. What does that mean? And, you know, it's a very, very funny place. She's writing it with me. And then... You get um, it back when you're 60, you've just got mine. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call that then? The senior citizen? Senior citizen. That doesn't sound yeah. so good, does it? No, no, okay. Uh, write a play about it. <laughs> There's no light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, you don't go into that light. No, no, no. No, that's right, it is just a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a choreography group called Bird Gang, who are a collective of the most fantastic, exciting storytelling dancers who perform a lot in London and New York and all over the place. And they're choreographing and they'll also be here on the 21st of February. Well, we've so, all got tickets, so we're all going to be there. Great. Yeah. So look, you know, come along. You know, all I can say to everybody is come along to this event. It's a real experiment. I wrote a 15-page treatment in a sort of rhythm and a rhyme and a vibe. And... I went away and when I was shooting in Toronto, there was American Thanksgiving and most of the crew went back to Los Angeles and I hired a little hut somewhere in the bush in Canada in the, in the forests, which had no electricity and no gas and no water and no kitchen and no Wi-Fi, critically, <laughs> just a wood-burning <laughs> stove and a bed to start to work on this thing called home. And as I was rereading the treatment, I suddenly thought, you know, it's conceptually difficult to get people to understand what they, this is. Why don't we just try and stand this up and give it a go and see how mm. it works? And so the event on the 21st of February is an experiment. No idea how it'll be, but we want to give it a go and then talk to the audience about it and, you know, get some feedback and share. I can certainly talk to you about older music, so that'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> These two talk about younger music, but we'll gloss over that. Come, come on the 21st. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, Absolutely. But it also sounds like, yes, this will be a great film yeah, and, and the concept of it, but it also sounds like it'd be a great stage play as well. Interesting you say that. You know, when I was rehearsing last week with them, I did wonder about that. Well, I'd be interested to see what you think. Yeah. You know, when, when you see it on the 21st, you know, I definitely think there is a stage play in there. It would be a really exciting thing to do. I mean, I haven't done theatre. You know, I, I do bits and pieces of theatre whenever I can, but I haven't really done proper theatre for 30, 35 years. I'd love to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Come, Jeff, tell me oh, what you think. Yeah, you know. no, definitely. And, and, well. and the attraction, obviously, of doing a movie is it has bigger reach. And I love the idea of going back to where we started, you know, three generations sharing this darkened space and learning a little bit about each other's lives, maybe. And it's a theme, a subject, unfortunately, is universal. Yeah. I think there's an unfortunate side to it, which is, you know, homelessness is obviously unfortunate. But I think the universal theme behind it is, to all of us, what does home mean? Mm, and yeah. where do we find home? Yeah. In the same way, you know, if you think about, pulling it out of my head yet, Rain Man, mm -hmm is a little film about two guys, you know, 
But it's sort of really, why does that resonate? I mean, apart from some fantastic performances, it's a little story that resonated across the world because it's really about greed. Yeah. And it's a film about loyalty and brotherhood. And those are themes that I think if we as storytellers can touch on in our work, whether it's in The Witcher Mm. or in the Marvel Studios or in Home, has a place in our world. Interesting, again, what you're saying is there are four of us sitting in this room at the moment. We're in Stroud. Two of us live in Stroud. Two live in Cheltenham. And none of us started out our journeys there. We've all ended up there. And all, I would say, consider the places where we are now, we would call them home. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the question is, is it about a place? Is it about a person? Yeah. Is it about an animal? Is it about a thing? Is it about what's inside us? You know, they're all really relevant things. And how can we find, how can we create a world in which more people can feel at home, wherever they are? Because I think that's what I came into storytelling to do. Absolutely brilliant. So anybody... Listening, if you can get to Stroud for the 21st of Feb, I would suggest getting online and getting your tickets before they all go. <laughs> but if you can get in the good shed in Stroud on the 21st of February, I think starting at 7 o'clock, I think. 7 for 7.30, yeah. Yeah, 7 for um, 7.30. Uh, if you can get there, it is going to be something unique and I think absolutely fascinating. And you're all welcome. And we want feedback and we want interaction and we want this film to have started here in Stroud at this very you know important time in our world absolutely incredible i mean it when i say this is unique a -a one-of-a-kind opportunity to see the performance and discuss the film's pitch the event takes place on friday 21st of february at the good sheds in stroud please visit the stroud film festival website to get your tickets while they're still available the Flix team will be there for the event we look forward to meeting you there and the full Mark Jobst interview, where he talks about his extensive career from his early stage work as an actor to directing key moments of the Witcher TV series, will be available as a future podcast episode. To make sure you never miss an episode of this podcast, please subscribe to At The Flicks at our website, attheflicks.uk. And if possible, please remember to rate and review at The Flicks wherever you get your podcasts. You can contact the team on Twitter or by email. Our contact details are also on our website at theflicks.uk. Thanks for listening. Listener.